Hey guys. Hi. This is Paul. Oh. And I, thought, I, I thought you were saying <laughs> hi to us. <laughs> and as you can tell, this is a not episode for the Bagnum But all three of us are here. That, that's not how it works. Well, that n- this is never worked that way. Maybe one time before? <laughs> this is time machine. No, I'm going to talk when you talk. Uh, he, said, is, uh, he said he knew how to start it off. We steamrolled that real quick. <laughs> <laughs> this is a, a have you ever wondered kind of uh, scenario where have you ever wondered what happens when we say, hey, guys, we're going to take a quick pause here and we'll be right back as we grab beer. There is actually more show being recorded that you don't get to listen to because it's just us three friends talking. That's right. My three friends. I'm Chris. You know, we got. I'm John. What's her third friend? <laughs> Me. Oh. <laughs> I'm just all thrown off because you didn't say I'm Paul. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what you'll be listening to uh, as soon as we stop this weird intro that we're doing like a month later for this not episode. You guys have anything other than Steve? Uh, I, honestly, I don't remember what we were discussing because like Paul said, this is just kind of that in-between bits uh that just gets recorded because we rule number one of the bag broadcast always record we learned that like episode three always record uh so yeah everything we say gets recorded and just paul edits around it for the actual meat of the show the delicious roast beef that you hear this is just the au jus for it i mean it looks hazy but does it taste hazy it tastes all right. <laughs> it tastes okay. Uh, what's that one? Uh, this is from Resurgence from their uh, Kegs and Eggs. Oh, God. Are you going to talk about it on the show, or is it just yeah. like a... Okay, I don't know if it was just going to be like a, a hanging out beer. Yeah, if, I mean, we don't talk about it. We don't talk about it. Um, so their Kegs, like, they've been doing, like, brunch on, like, Saturdays and Sundays, and they call it... Yeah, I saw that on their Instagram. And eggs, and then for their one, they they did a six pack of six different beers. Part of this thing, so this I took this one because it's the one that least interested Caitlin. Um, and so far, it's the worst. It's mm. the I wouldn't say it's the worst beer in the six pack because they've all been really good. And, like, they had a pina colada one, and I let Caitlin drink it because I'm not a big coconut guy. And I was like, it's a really good coconut. I think they, they were they were calling them shandies, but they were just sours. It's like it's a really good coconut mm-hmm. <laughs> sour. Uh, but I just, like, I don't like coconut that mu- enough to want to keep drinking it. So I just gave it to her. Paul, were you doing another beer? Or you got a different drink there. I got a margarita. Mm. I haven't. I don't think I've had it on the show before. Margarita, simple, delicious. Oh yeah. Okay, there is Founders Marvel Roast. Yeah. It's like a. Is it a blonde stout or a blonde uh, ale? Imperial Golden Ale with coffee, vanilla, and cocoa nibs. Yeah, I have to find that. Like, sounds sounds good. I. Pretty sure I still have a grapefruit, um, whatchamacallit, that I'll try to save for you, Chris. Don't 
don't worry about it. If I if I don't get it, I don't get it. I mean, I love the regular Masagabe. I was just excited to try the grapefruit one. It's for some reason, so, it just has so been much here. better. Like it's, I I believe I it. I really like it. It is better. I don't know if it's so so much better. I don't think it's leaps and bounds. I, well, like I I like if I got the choice, I'm going to go grapefruit. Yeah, but I don't like it because both well, of, well regular Masagabe. No, both of them are good, but the grapefruit is better. It's better. That's all I'm saying, and it's it's if, if, if you have if I had to live out the rest of my days having to settle for Masagabe, <laughs> be like okay. But cool. if someone has <laughs> the ability to hold on to one to give to you at some point, oh yeah, yeah, that'd be great. I can easily do that. Yeah, but I mean, if you want it, don't. The, the pro- especially because who knows when I'll know. be able to come up. I mean, the so problem right. is, it's like, oh man, a hot summer day, this would be perfect to sit down and drink. But then at the same point, I don't want to drink a 12% beer. Like, that's why I bought I bought a bunch of easy drinking German lagers that well, taste good for... See, to me, that just sounds like that's a that's a beer you just get when you're going to, like, read something for trading or, like, look back. Like, that's a that's like a full day porch beer. Like that's a hey, I'm gonna sit here and like read all this. Yeah, but stuff. it doesn't drink like that. I said, mm. like I sat down because I brought home a four pack, and I drank. I think in like in less than a half hour, I drank a whole Masagave, just because I was like, oh, this is so good. I just had to keep going back for sips. I mean, I, I believe it because I'm already tail end of this one, and I've. I've got another ready to go <laughs> while we're while we're in this because I'm I'm fine. But yeah. so I just don't want to be too loopy at the end because so August, I really want to talk about this movie because I love it. August 11th is when uh, Star Wars Half Marathon Weekend goes on sale. Now they keep on pushing the dates for when this, uh, for when the run weekends um. are. But apparently they already sold started selling. I'm sure. Because when, when is it? Is it the following year? Yeah, April 20, still? Yeah, 2021. Okay. So. That makes more sense because, I mean, they canceled the Halloween party, which I really wanted to go to. Like, the Disney Halloween party is a lot of fun. <laughs> oh, I didn't see anything. <laughs> Wait. Oh, hold it back up. He did. Oh, a strong guy. Great. He was an intergalactic bouncer. Guys. He was. If you like Dazzler, then you got to like strong guy. And everyone's okay with Dazzler, so... Remember when the big rumor was Taylor Swift was going to be Dazzler? I do remember that. Still could happen. It could still happen. I mean, they got to introduce the X-Men at some point. No, they don't. They're uh, they're going to introduce the X-Men at some point. I just saw a thing like the Russo brothers were saying, like, I think they should hold off on Wolverine. Um, and I think just to, like, give other characters a chance, and plus just how iconic Hugh Jackman's role was and everything, just to not give recast them so, so, so soon. Uh, yeah, you can't have I'd Harry be okay if they showing up and being like, I'm, I'm Wolverine now. I think they'd be fine just to start, like, original for, like, obese Cyclops, like, Jean Grey, Marvel Girl, whatever you want to call her, Angel, Iceman, like, that's five. <laughs> oh, I said original four. Well, you were thinking, Fantastic Four. Most likely. No need for more. <laughs> I, like, I'm I'm kind of okay for, 
not having X-Men for a while. But I am looking forward to Kevin Feige and his Marvel, uh, what he's doing for Marvel take on the X-Men. And I just hope like throughout all this, while everything else is being pushed back and delayed, they are really like nailing all the behind the scenes stuff because they have that time to, to work on it because now they have that kind of leeway with the schedule because I mean, yeah, it sucks that they haven't been able to have, you know, production happening on some of these movies that they already have street dates for, but release dates, not street date. I'm thinking comics. Um, But now they have like, that's an extra like, you know, four or five months pre-production concept stuff that they can do for something that we don't even know about. And that's good because that gives them the chance to like really work things out. What works, what doesn't. I'm going to write down this time. This is going to be, I think this is going to get some good information. Not episode stuff. I thought our our Star Uh, Wars stuff too. Yeah. (laughs) We're just interesting people. I don't know. Some some of this might make sense. Some of it might not. I do have a, a question that I want to ask you guys, but go ahead, Chris, with your for for the show or is it like well for this like episode Marvel movie like, retrospective yeah. or no, just for, for, for our conversation for, okay. here as um, friends I'm, that I might say for nobody. I'm excited for what we get upcoming. I mean, Black Widow, especially at like going back and rewatching Civil War is like that. Op- I'll talk about it when we get into it. But that opening scene with Black Widow is like okay, like this is a Black Widow that I could watch a movie about. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, Eternals, Shang-Chi, like, the fact that they're able to branch out now and they're going to be doing, like, those weird lesser-known characters that you don't have to keep trying to tie into everything else that you've already done is kind of exciting because they can really go anywhere now because they've already fulfilled the promises that they made when they're like, Oh, we're going to introduce all these heroes and it's going to lead up to Avengers. Hey, now you've got the Avengers and we're hinting at Thanos. So that's in the future. And we finally, okay, we beat Thanos getting to see what comes next. I think it's like really exciting because there's rumors about like, Oh, Annihilus Galactus, like who knows though? Like they, they're starting in such a weird place now because they are going with, you know, Black Widow, a character that we've had before, and it's probably going to be a passing the baton to a new Black Widow, which is fine. I have no issues with that. But then you get, like, street-level Shang-Chi, like, taking on the Ten Rings. But then you get crazy ultimate cosmic stuff with the Eternals. Like, right out the gate, you're going big, and then you're going smaller, kind of more character-driven. Well, th- and it, that seeing like- how all that ties together is going to be really fun. and the I mean the TV shows too. I mean Winter Soldier yeah. or Falcon and the Winter Soldier, the uh, WandaVision. WandaVision is going to I think be a big catalyst for all this, just because yeah. th- they're going to open up that with uh, Doctor Strange and the you know multiverse of madness so now you can you can bring in all these characters you can bring in you can easily bring in the fantastic four oh we're from a different universe now we're here yeah. you can do it that way uh so another the big mcguire spider-man yeah uh they've been 
like there's a, I, Sam I would, Raimi was you know like rumored or took on direction. There's been rumors that oh multiverse, he's going to show up as a Spider Man. But and it hasn't been talked about too much just because everyone's like oh the shows that we know about like WandaVision or you know Winter Soldier Falcon. Okay. We still have Miss Marvel, Moon Knight, Loki, um, Loki, Blade. Like we have a Blade movie coming. Like they're they're going in like really weird but interesting, cool directions. This seems like they're just throwing everything at the dartboard to see what sticks. Throwing all the spaghetti. It's a spaghetti can, spaghetti but- <laughs> cannon right at your fridge. <laughs> but it's the new the, the new thing. Hold on. <laughs> the new thing is you have you. You don't have Iron Man. You don't have Captain America. You don't have Hawkeye. No, you got a Captain America. Well, uh, you have that show is called Falcon and the Winter Soldier. It's not called Captain America and the Winter okay. Soldier. I and I think it, it is Falcon because you're going to be seeing Falcon stepping but, into that role. I think like yeah. very end, it's going to like it's going to be him feeling like he okay. I have the shield. I've earned the shield at that point. Yeah, no longer and then, like, somebody else's. And then at that point, you're going to get that announcement. Where it's like, oh, Captain America, like Red Wings return or something. And, like, that, and, <laughs> and, that, and that's fine, but you don't have Chris Evans, Captain America. You don't – the old guard is, is gone, you know, is gone. Yeah. You know, so, you know, you have – the Hulk that can't have its own movie. He's only going to appear stuff. He's also smart Hulk now, so he's probably not going to be in a lot of stuff. He might show up as that cameo character. I, but I do think that could be like an easy thing for them to revert or switch or change back just to like Hulk. Like it could just be some just like twenty three skidoo bullshit. Like where it's like, oh, he's lost control again. Like it, 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 I think they could it find could a stem way to from his work. injury think- from the snap. But also, you can also just yeah. have the Red Hulk. You can have She-Hulk. Yeah. You can have anyone fill that Hulk void. So I just... This even Mark, uh, Mark Ruffalo has complained about like being in that whole like dotted camera setup. He's like, it's a pain in the ass <laughs> to be in this ping-pong suit with this heavy rig on your shoulders just with a camera right in your face constantly. Looking at not at you, looking at the dots on your face, like geez. yeah. So I don't know how so much you really like. So I kind of feel like them throwing everything out there is to see what really sticks to then create whatever is coming next. And, and the thing too, like to go back to the Hulk, like without knowing like the terms of that deal. I'm okay, like if they introduce She Hulk and kind of like usher her in and have her. You know, in that universe, we know she's coming. That's fine. Just like expand the universe, have interesting characters that have new and different stories to tell. Because you know, everything that we've had so far has just been so like, you know, oh, they're doing civil war. Look for this, 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 and this. You know, it's basically like a checklist of like, okay, how are they going to? draw from this story? How are they going to pay homage to it? She-Hulk doesn't have a huge, big, like, oh, this is the She-Hulk you need to read. 
the Dan Slott, like, oh, it's, it's her hanging out. Like, that's not like yeah. burning up any graphic novelist. It's, it's Moon Knight, because it doesn't same have thing. Gravitas to it. It's it is fun for fun's sake. It, yeah. it, the Dan Slott She Hulk run. It's it's camp Marvel style. Like it's you. You already have to have that character as a character to have someone deciding not to be She Hulk to be. Will something Wilson? I forget what Jennifer Wilson. General General Walters. But but that's the thing though because they can tell new and interesting stories with these characters because there's not a lot of like big meatiness that people are like oh well if you're doing a Jen Walters story you need to see this like coming out of everything else that they've done like people have those beats that they're looking for I don't think you're going to have that when you're doing Moon Knight or. Blade, especially because we've had three Blade movies before, you know, like I, I think it's, that makes it a very interesting time because you don't know what they're going to drop them, and I think that's part of the fun of even Thor Ragnarok because it's just such a weird out there movie that it just it did what it wanted to do and it did it really well. New, new Blade movie, say the first movie, not down the line. Do you want to see Wesley Snipes as Whistler or as the villain? Or is that something that'd be better off for, like, a sequel? Um, I don't really want to see Wesley Snipes in it at all. Uh, I I mean, no. I agree, but he's been... Just based off of everything that I've heard about him in, like during the filming of those movies, and especially the third one, where he was just, like, standing there and someone was like, now say this, and he would just be saying, "Is like, and the fact that if he's not in it, and I think what they have really going for them right now is they have cast and crew and creators that are so in it, like they're there. They want to tell the best stories that they can. They're not just there because it's like, oh, I signed on to do this. I want that from play. Like I want just a cool." gritty vampire horror action superhero movie. If there's, you know, allusions to Blade, if Wesley Snipes appears in like some scene as he's like, some motherfucker's always trying to skate uphill, I'm like, okay, <laughs> cool. <laughs> Thanks, Blade. But I don't need like 40 minutes of him looming over everything else because it's like, well, he was Blade. I'd be happy with a special thanks in the credits <laughs> for. I was just wondering. Special thanks, Wesley Snipes, because he was. That's all. No, I, I mean, those those first two blades are dope. Like I love those movies, but yeah, special. The third one, not Most... great. And then hearing about everything after, I'm just like, oh yeah, okay, I, I can I can see that now. Most of the scenes, I'd rather have him do like De- Demolition Man too. Like they're, they're doing Demolition Man. I too. would I would see that. Bring back Wesley Snipes. I will be first on board to sign that petition. Didn't that? Didn't his character really just basically die? Like he he's dead. I don't understand. Yeah, but since like 1998. Been, yeah, but John, since he was under ice for so long, they could have cloned him while he was under the ice. So we we've been talking so long that after the pause, I have to take another pause. I'll be right back. <laughs> have a legitimate question that I said I wanted to ask like 10 minutes ago. Uh, during this pause, 
that might not be a pause. That might be extra episode content that I might just cut out and make another whole episode. Who knows? Um, Between the Sheets, back in the broadcast edition. We'll talk to me, Paul. What up? Uh, so my question was going to be, because we were originally were talking about the X-Men coming into the Marvel Cinematic Universe, do you think they could do a whole thing where Professor Xavier's been blocking the whole world from knowing the X-Men exists? Like, every time there's an X-Men, like, shit that shows up, Professor X goes, he's got, he's got to put his finger to the head with the raised, yep, the yep, super yep, raised eyebrow. Style. Yep, so uh, Professor X is keeping the world from knowing the X-Men exist. Now we go back in time, like with the Black Widow movie, and maybe we do some X-Men movies that have set in the past, where they, you know, are handling the same events that the Marvel Cinematic Universe were handling, but from their own perspective, a la the uh, Ancient One, you know, fighting on the rooftop in uh, Infinite, or Endgame. Endgame or Infinite War? Infinite War. Um, Infinity Infinity War. War. And Infinity no. War. No, Endgame. no, no, Endgame. Endgame. All of that. And then it's all explained away. Oh, uh, Professor X, you know, does the whole mind wipey thing of the world. So that's why nobody remembers that they're there. Now that the snap has happened and the unsnapping has happened, we're basically living in a no more mutants world. And Professor X is one of the ones that wasn't snapped and is trying to undo the whole, oh, the world needed to know that we're here. So maybe we could have been, uns- you know, unsnapped. I think you need to send this clip to uh, Kevin Feige because I think that's pretty good. You know, because he's living in a world where half his students are gone, or more than half, because you know the snap thing was, you know, and that's the whole point of the X Men now showing up and like why, why now, why become help now after all this? Where were you during all this? Well, we were fighting too. You just don't remember because of. Raised eyebrow, forehead, oral, uh, Professor Xing, and now he realized his old mistake. And Magneto's gone too, so. Ooh, moral quandary, quandary, do I bring back, you know, try to save the rest of my X Men, but also maybe bring back one of my, the greatest villains? And maybe if I can, like, have Scarlet Tree Witch remember her actual past, that it was all a lie. Like, she could bring him back. With her, real, you know, Mind Stone kind of thing to make everybody remember the X-Men. I don't know. I really think that the whole Multiverse of Madness things is going to be her, like, somehow getting a, like, off-culture reality stone. And that's going to unlock her, just, like, her reality warping like powers. Mm. It, just, it makes sense. Like, her on, like, the, like, the Warpath trying to bring back Vision somehow. And, like, she's creating alternate realities. And that's what you're getting in the show. Like, because it seems like it's being told, like, in different, like, sitcom eras. It's like, no, that's her traversing realities to find a vision that works with what she needs vision or wants vision to be. She's looking for her vision. It's got to happen, right? That's a good call. (laughs) I just had a scare. Man, remember when we were going to talk about a movie? Yeah. Um, Let me pop open my... uh, Next try. All right. Oh, we can head into it. If anyone needs any other uh, pauses. Maybe break? No. I killed them all. No, just... 
the men, women, children too. That kid had nothing to work on with that whole movie. There was nothing. No. All those lines were legit awful. I killed them all. Now just the men, women, children too. And the director asked for that. And the editor's like, yeah, that's the best shot we got. Like, I mean... Well, not only that, the director wrote that. Yeah. The director wrote it said, no, that's well, exactly the, what I The wrote. editor basically is kind of just stuck with whatever George Lucas is like. Uh, yes. Uh, I, no, take, take this shot. Uh, George, there's nothing in this shot. I'll green screen it later. Uh, <laughs> All right. Uh, at a time, like... At a time where there was people who wrote more and knew more about those characters, George Lucas says, nah, I'm not going to listen to any of those guys or look at the history that they created for these characters. This is the story I supposedly wanted to tell since the beginning. Yeah. And then with the new movies. There might have been a very rough outline. I'm not going to not say I, that there wasn't like a very rough outline, but that's not a story that he had in his head. Well, the fact that he like was still twiddling with things like years and years and years like after, even when he had the chance to go back and do the special editions and then still like fixing and tweaking things, it's like you had no vision for this because if you did, you would have, once you had the like resources to go back and be like, okay, I can put whatever I want in it. I can finally make the movie I want to. Like you're just you're twisting knobs at that point. Well, didn't some like didn't somebody tell him to like, hey, uh, we didn't get a shot of uh, Obi Wan picking up Anakin's lightsaber, and he's like, huh? You know, because he has it to give to Luke, and then he was like, oh yeah, we should do that. You know, like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's. I think that was the, the best lines of the. <clears throat> you were the chosen tri- one. Yeah, yeah. I think those are the best lines in the yeah. whole prequel trilogy. You were my brother, and then brother. he's just that yeah. like. Uh, uh, I hate uh, you. That's probably in the better. That's but that's one of the better scenes. But then it's still kind of like taken down when it's like, and he's like, "You underestimate my power." Well, that's the scene before. I, 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 but I mean, it's, it goes right into it, and he's chopped in half. Yeah, but the, the camera change, new scene. <laughs> I, yeah, I will, I will give you that. New scene. Yeah, it's. Don't do an anime. I, I mean, of the prequels, it is the best one, but there's still just a lot. Doesn't. Anakin know that's how like he kills Darth uh, Darth Maul as well. Like <laughs> it's the same move, dude. No, but he he, 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 he did it in reverse. He was he had the low ground. I just watched because I had uh, the the new the one, two, and three were playing a marathon on. I, we have like the Paramount Channel uh, at work. So I always try to find on Saturdays whatever movie trilogy they're doing. So they've done Star Wars. They've done Indiana Jones. They did like uh, four, five, and six of uh, the Mission Impossible movies. Oh, nice. Um, So they've done like some good ones, but they did the 
original tri- like not the, the one, two, and three of Star Wars. So I, it's like oh, I'll just put them on, you know, like why not have them on? They're just in the background while I'm doing stuff. And uh, the scene where Obi Wan, like he does that, whoop, and goes over Darth Maul and lands, and Darth Maul, who's been kicking their asses the whole time, just turns around like, what? And gets cut in half. And it's like so... It's, I was like, man, that's so stupid. And it's so slow. Because he does that jump and he lands and he's like... Huh. Well, hello there. And it's just like... Uh, anyone anyone would have just turned their lightsaber on and turned and swung, swung behind him. Like, but he turns around he doesn't even have his lightsaber you know, going. He's just like... What? I think everybody that's written any Star Wars thing after George Lucas agrees with you, John, seeing as Darth Maul shows up in like everything. <laughs> and he, it's, he's better yeah. at his job at that point. The Ahsoka Darth Maul scene is great. Mm. Yeah, that's fantastic. I haven't got to see it yet. Guess what? Mm. They mocap that. That's, that's the guy. That's Ray Parks mm-hmm. doing it again. It's great. It's real fun. Yeah. That was some good Star Wars. I'm looking forward to it. I want to go back and watch it. Or I want to watch it. Chris, how far in Clone Wars are you? You, you restarted watching um, it. It's, I haven't had a chance to watch any more of it since I've gone back to work. So it's still... I think I'm in like season four right now. But I, I did watch the Ahsoka Mall Battle because I saw like the behind the scenes like where they motion captured it. And I was like... Oh, well, let me see the actual fight. It's it's really good. Spoil yourself, like because I think you need to watch all the last like three episodes or is it four episodes all in a row. I think it's meant <laughs> to be a movie. I think everybody said that that scene. Well, even what's his Dave Fionn said like you can just watch the, the last parts like like the last three episodes. Mm-hmm. You can just watch those. You don't need to see anything. Else. I, but yeah, I'm good. I'm liking going back and rewatching all because it's been forever since I've watched those episodes. So there's actually, there's some gold in there. Like there's some yeah. really like fun episodes. I mean, there's a lot of dumb ones too, but I, I do like all the stuff with, uh, what's the, the pirate dude. Well, he shows oh, Hondo? Up, Hondo. He shows up in rebels as well. And I like, yeah. I like the Hondo stuff, even in rebels. Yeah. I, I like Hondo as a character. That's why when they brought him to uh galaxy's edge, I'm like, Oh, okay. Like that's cool. Like, you know, paying tribute to that stuff. But then like, Going back and rewatching Rebels, I was like, "Oh no, like Hondo's cool. Like I, I dig him like as a character." Soka lives. Ready? Was she a ready? Voice? Uh, was she head into the list, or no? Was, Sorry, what was Ahsoka a voice that Ray heard, or no? 